Hello and welcome to Area 512. I'm your host, Alicia Postigo, bringing to you from the Texas Hill Country, aliens, wormholes, and other interstellar creatures. In this, um, sorry, I lost it for a second. In this podcast, I will review science fiction and fantasy books, movies, and shows as I read them or watch them, whichever the case. There is no specific schedule, but I will post at least once a month, or I'll try to post at least once a month. I have been very busy. I have been out of the country for about a month, and then I have been another month trying to catch up with work, and finally I am caught up and ready to do the podcasts again. While on vacation, I uh, started the Best American Science Fiction and Fantasy 2021. I also started a short collection but a short story collection by Isaac Asimov. I read Nightfall and the Host and I what else? I started reading Mort, although I'm not far ahead at all. I watch Moon and I also watch everything everywhere all the time. And I'm checking my notes. I started Dragonflight by Anne McCaffrey. Did not like it at all whatsoever. Did my best to finish it, but I couldn't. And I did start Spinning Silver, which is more fantasy than anything else. But better than I thought, actually. Turned out to be really good. Okay. For today, we're going to review Let's Play Dead from that collection, the Best American Science Fiction and Fantasy Year 2021. Now, to be honest, I don't remember the name of the author, but obviously it was a woman. And Let's Play Dead is a story told from the point of view of Anne Boleyn. And it's a little bit like the short story occurrence at Owl Bridge, and a little bit like Jacob's Ladder, if you have watched that 90s movie. It is about stretching a situation in space and time. Now on both those uh, instances that I, that I mentioned, the subject of the story is dead. And it's hallucinating, right? Because it's stretching time and space far, far away at the last instances of uh, his death or their death. Because, you know, um, we have... Uh, think it's a soldier from the north and then there's the main character of Jacob's Ladder for the movie. Anyways, going back to Let's Play Dead. It's very interesting. The story touches on evolution, on the philosophy, physics, and we follow the character of Anne Boleyn. We recommend it. It has a very sharp, dark humor and Let's talk a little bit also about the history of uh, the Tudor, right? I'm not going to go into it a lot, but Henry VIII was a murderous bastard from day one. There's some, you know, some uh, theories that say that after a jousting tournament, an accident that he had, his temperament changed, but he was an asshole from the beginning. It just so happens that uh, Queen Catherine of Aragon his first wife knew how to handle the shit and they were married for many many years because of course she was trained in royalty and um, also 
Ambolin is presented to us most of the time as a Jezebel, but the truth is that she was a pawn on her father's political scheme, which ended terribly for all members of the family. In fact, they tried uh, first with her older sister Mary and then with her. And it ended terribly, terribly for all of them. She was beheaded, of course. Now, we see Anne interacting with Henry in the privacy of their home at different periods of time. So we catch which period we're in because of things like Henry was reading the paper at the breakfast table, right? Or, you know, he talked to his guard. So that must be the Tudor period. And it's Anne talking to herself and talking to us about surviving murder. Well, not really surviving murder, but being murdered and still being alive. So she's beheaded. And when she's beheaded, she just waits there until, you know, everybody's gone and they leave her body out there. And she says, did it work? I'm, I'm still here. So she just puts herself back together and uh, continues her life, right? And surprises um, Henry the bedchamber. And uh, and this scene repeats itself in slightly different periods of time. It's slightly different circumstances. I think she's beheaded three times in the story. And then she goes on us, talking as to she was uh, nuked, she was strangled, she was burned, she was drowned, she was chopped in a million pieces and thrown into the ocean, fed to the sharks or something like that. So, and every single time she just keeps back coming, you know, she can't die. She doesn't know how she does it, or she doesn't tell us, right? She stays that she doesn't know, but does she really? And she just doesn't want to say, right? And there's some instances that I get the feeling that, that that she regrets being alive, right? Because by being alive, I have to still be by this man that I want to escape with all my might, but I can't. Because, of course, he's King Henry VIII, and I'm just Ambolin, and I'm at his very mercy. So it would be a relief to die, but I really don't want to die. So he, she keeps coming back, and we see him, you know, stretching this same scenario, stretching through the ages until she, you know, he doesn't kill her anymore. And, and you know, it's about, is she an evolved individual? How did she get here? What techniques? Witchcraft, science simply you know her will how are we getting this humbling to to survive this woman you know to overcome deaths such as you know your head being chopped off it's very interesting it's very funny and apart from the dark humor of Ambolin not being beheaded it has it has a very dark sense of humor. Very, very dark sense of humor. I really, really appreciate it. And I recommended it. You know, it's the first story of um, the best American science fiction fantasy that I've read. I haven't read any of the rest, but, you know, um, I may continue reading it. 
the bar is set pretty high with this one. Of course, I love it because a uh, woman is the main character. And people would say, well, it's more, you know, because as a Tudor setting, Tudor period setting, it might be more science fiction or maybe it's witchcraft. But it's not. She's talking about science and physics and evolution and how to evolve and how to survive. It's really science fiction but it doesn't go into the traditional ways of science fiction that they would explain you know how through genetic manipulation she has achieved this goal she simply does it how does she do it what is the science behind it right or is the science behind it it's evolution what is it and the fact that she finds herself in a situation where death would be a relief but I really don't want to die I want to live. And what should be a relief? It would be a relief for my murderer. You know, it would be a relief for me in a sense, but it would be a relief for my murderer. I want to live. That's her, right? Very interesting. I recommend it. I recommend the entire volume. And I recommend that you go to Goodreads, where you can find me in uh, Area 512 Readers. And let me know what you think about it. Right now, there are two members there, me and somebody else, which I appreciate you. And just for privacy reasons, I'm not going to be giving any names or um, nicknames or whatever. I'm just going to, you know who you are, so thank you for adding yourself. And to the rest of you, which I hope there are many of you, although I don't know, please, um, well... I guess I could check the subscribers that I have, right? And would know how many of you are listening. I know at least 12 people are listening because that's uh, sometimes I get a number of downloads per day. And it's like, well, 12 downloads, at least 12 people listen to my podcast, which is encouraging. I'm glad you're you're enjoying it. Um, I'm enjoying it too. I am also working hard to improve myself and how I approach the podcasts which I had a lot of ideas at first, like structuring the podcast into like blogs, talk about the background of the book, author or movie, talk about the world building, talk about the characters, talk about the story, and they have like different blogs. But sometimes I just want to chat about it and give my impressions on the story. I recommend the story. It's very good. The audiobook is good. The narrator is good. And... Um, if you don't know anything about the tutors, you know, or why they're so famous, do a little bit of research. Really, they're so famous because they had a great painter, Holbein, who uh, was commissioned to do portraits of the tutors. And he did that uh, portrait of Henry VIII, that big portrait where he's like a barrel of a man, you know, standing in all his glory, even though he he painted that painting when Henry VIII was was in his later years right an old man but still that's why they're so famous really it's thanks to Holbein so you can um, do a little bit of research about Ambeline and Henry VIII if you want to to get more into the meaning of the story but really it's about an individual or a situation in which they cannot do anything else but survive which is really sad 
and they are completely in the hands of their murderous perpetrator you know but it has quite a, a couple points of sharp humor again I recommend it it's a female character I believe it's a female author although I'm sorry for not giving props to the author I can't remember her name and I'm not gonna look it up right now but I uh, I hope you enjoy my short review of it I hope you come back and I'll talk to you later and see you later uh, first I was gonna cut it right here but first let me check my notes that even though I always say I want to do this next week and then I completely change my thoughts and do something else we'll do dragon flight because what the fuck and McAfee is McAfee or McCaffrey or maybe I'm just slaughtering her last name altogether but people seem to really like this book and didn't like the narrator because I got it in audiobook Ay, 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 I didn't like it at all. It's full of stereotypes. And as a feminist, even if it's female stereotypes that in appearance may put women in good light, stereotypes never put anybody in good light. They're, in my opinion, a product of society, patriarchy, and ignorance. And this book has so many... Uh, it's not challenging at all I already know how the story's gonna go and that's really boring too when you get to a book and you already know how the story's gonna end it's like yeah I can see it right now it's um, not challenging maybe you know if I had read it when I was young and dumb probably I would have liked it maybe I wasn't much into science and to fantasy except for maybe the Lord of the Rings and you know talking a bit but uh, no I didn't like it at all and we're gonna discuss it uh, next time I might upload the second podcast this month to make up for what I missed so that it's all for now for sure this time and I'll see you guys next time Bye, thank you for listening.